This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. And it is time to check in with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times, to see what is happening. In Hong Kong this week, Claire. Good evening to you. Good evening, Claire. Let's start with the COVID nineteen situation. There, how mm. is it uh, doing? Has it improved since the last time we talked? Well, it has actually. Numbers have been falling. So Good. today we had six thousand six hundred cases and over a hundred died. That's down from the you know the five figures, right? Mm. The tens of thousands that we had previously. Um, so so. And all uh, the situation has gotten better. Well, I mean, in total, we have had more than 1.15 million infections and over 7,700 deaths so far. But if you take a look outside in the streets, when you go around walking, you see that, um, you know, uh, people have started coming back out. They're shopping, they're having meals. And this is quite different from when numbers were hitting tens of thousands Mm. where, you know, basically people were avoiding uh, going Mm. out. Mm. Well, the government has been receiving a lot of criticisms, I think, since COVID-19 started, actually, right? Or at least, you know, during this most recent wave. Were the critics fair in their criticisms? I mean, what to them went wrong? And then is there an exit strategy for Hong Kong to return to zero COVID days? Well, Mel, um, the numbers will tell you what went wrong. 97% of total fatalities occurred in the fifth wave of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these deaths, uh, most of them were elderly folks. They were not vaccinated. Mm. Hong Kong started, you know, making a policy on vaccination voluntary. Uh, so it's the same as Singapore, right? The problem with it here is that the messaging from the start was messed up. Uh, vaccinate, the, the messaging was fundamentally flawed. You had GPT sounding the alarm on vaccination, you know, uh, saying people with underlying conditions, you know, uh, might want to avoid these jabs. Uh, and then these are the very people who are at higher risk than right. the rest of the population, right? And then you've got the, the fears about how people were dropping like flies because the, there were reports when, you know, if you remember when uh, vaccinations are started, um, there were reports about how people had adverse reactions, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and even deaths. And so that stuck because that, that got played up here. And then that was uh, the... There was a fear-mongering, right? Uh, that's not helping, of course. Um, and the doctors and authorities didn't come up swiftly to clear the air. Uh, they were at odds. So what else do we know about the start of the fifth wave? We knew that Omicron is very transmissible. So there was this expectation that it would spread like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Um, and warnings came from health experts, you know. In that case, um, you know, it was a matter of time. The seniors were right smack at the front of the firing line because they were not vaccinated. A lot of them were not vaccinated. I mean, the vaccination rate has gone up, uh, which also means higher risks of deaths if they're not vaccinated. Mm. So it's not rocket science, right? Mm. So everything's linked and um, the government was slow. I think a lot of people were upset with the mm-hmm. fact that, you know, it's been two years, it doesn't have a backup plan. Hong Kong has always used the test and isolate strategy, um, but it couldn't keep up with the volume. So everything fell sideways. And then they just continued to tighten the measures. There is no timeline um, as to when Hong Kong will reopen its borders, not even to the mainland, which is now trying to cope with the virus that is in part led by 
sort of triggered by Hong Kong. We have no idea mm. when the now shelved mass testing will be. But if it's any gauge, the best time to do it has passed, as uh, Chief Executive uh, Carrie Lam said, you know, because she's saying that experts say that it's best done, mass testing is best done at the start right. or towards the end of um, mm. a wave. So we're, in, we're kind of still in the middle here, although it's tapering, uh, it's going to take time, right? So, um, I, I, you know, you're seeing a pattern here, essentially, where things are either slow or not moving at all. And, um, you know, while Hong Kong is grappling with this COVID situation, uh, Mrs. Lam admitted that, you know, there's a brain drain, uh, she, but she expects a rebound and that talent will return. As okay. she said. So as for the zero COVID strategy, well, uh, I will put my dollar on this. If Beijing tweets its strategy to one that is more endemic, mm-hmm. Hong Kong would too. Okay. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now back to our podcast episode. Pierre Huang is a Straits Times Hong Kong correspondent. All right, let's switch gears for a moment here. Claire, Britain's top judicial body announcing that it will withdraw all of its serving judges from Hong Kong's Court of Final Appeal. What led to this? Well, the context is this. Uh, two senior British judges, including the president of the UK Supreme Court, submitted their resignation from Hong Kong's highest court the Court of Final Appeal. Um, they said that by continuing, they would look like they're endorsing an administration that has departed from values of political freedom and freedom of expression. Um, British Foreign Secretary Liz Truss has said that the situation um, has reached a tipping point where it's no longer tenable for um, British judges to sit on Hong Kong's leading court and would risk legitimizing oppression. Now, China has firmly opposed and strongly disapproved what it views as UK's intervention into Hong Kong and China affairs. And um, the chief executive, uh, Mrs. Lam, spoke at length on this issue this morning. She said the move is political, um, that British politicians and officials want to override the UK judiciary Mm -hmm. and interfere with the decisions of judges, uh, that having overseas judges sitting on the Hong Kong Court of Final Appeal is not a legitimate endorsement of the Hong Kong government. She also made the point about, uh, you know, like where in the world can overseas judges adjudicate national security cases? Very rarely in Hong Kong, you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's let's look at some um, business news now. IPOs in Hong Kong slumped to the lowest level since the start of the pandemic. Um, pandemic related or too complex to to to, to reduce it to just the pandemic. Well, Mel, it's a combination of factors, right? We have the pandemic. We also have geopolitical situations. So um, since January, 12 companies raised about uh, $2.5 billion in IPO proceeds. Uh, that's based on Bloomberg data. And this is slightly more than the first three months of 2020. And it's close to the tally for the first quarter of 2013. Um, the 90% plunge from last year shows an extended slow activity that has, um, you know, sort of uh, lingered in the second half of 2021 as China tightened rules for its companies seeking a listing abroad mm-hmm. uh, amid a wide-ranging clampdown. You know, IPOs also plummeted worldwide because of volatility uh, led by the war in Ukraine, soaring inflation, all these added to investors' jitters. And if anything, uh, more Chinese companies trading in the U.S. may decide to list in Hong Kong by way of introduction 
um, you know, you have uh, PAG, these, uh, this Asia-focused private equity firm, holds a new energy automobile startup that makes affordable electric vehicles and Bell Fashion Group, China's biggest women's footwear retailer. They're all working on IPOs that could each raise one uh, billion US dollars a month. Okay, Claire, thank you very much for keeping us uh, up to date with what's happening in Hong Kong this week. Claire Huang is the Straits Times Hong Kong correspondent. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.